This is Invisible Warrior Radio, and I'm your host, Adrian Clements, Invisible Illness Advocate and Empowerment Coach with Invisible-Warrior.com. On this show, it's my mission to provide you with simple strategies to navigate the various mental, emotional, relational, and existential challenges of living a life with chronic and invisible illness. Filled with practical psychology, empowering expert interviews, and personal insights and observations from my own journey as an invisible warrior, each week we will explore a new tool for navigating this often confusing adventure of illness with more resilience, ease, and self-love. So let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. Happy New Year, Warriors! Oh my goodness, it has been a little while since I put out a new episode, and I am so sorry for the delay, as I took a little unexpected time off for some TLC. You know what that means, right? Tender loving care, that's at least what we say down here in the South. And in my case, it looked like a lot of self-care. For the holidays were a delightful whirlwind around here. We had a lot of family come into town. It was like just nonstop fun and visitors for about 20 days straight. And I was playing hostess with the mostess. So by the end of it, this introvert and invisible warrior was just stretched to the limit and straight out of spoons. Uh, Where my introverts at? I know y'all can feel me on this. Having people in your space for like 20 days can be overwhelming. And so by the end of it, my body was definitely letting me know it was time to take a break. Therefore, if you've been waiting around for an episode, I really apologize for the radio silence. And I am so happy to be back and say that I'm feeling more nourished now, that I took that time for self-care, and I'm really glad to be back here with you guys. Now, before we get started with today's topic on how five simple words can help you create your best year yet, I want to update you all on some exciting changes going on here at Invisible Warrior. First, podcast episodes are now going to come out every other week on average, and that's because I am really thrilled to be able to share with you all that there is another really fun new way that we're going to be able to connect as Invisible Warriors. So I'm not taking away any of the time of our connection and you guys getting awesome tools and resources. I'm just going to bring it to you in another way, and it's called Periscope. Have you heard of Periscope before? It's a really cool free live streaming app that you can get on your smartphone or smart devices where you can interact with someone's live broadcast in real time. So let me say that again. People can actually broadcast on this app in real time and you can interact with them. So you can actually type in comments and ask questions and the broadcaster will see your comments and questions coming up on the screen and can answer them right there. Like, how cool is that, right? And for all of us Invisible Warriors, many of us who are 
housebound or spend a lot of time on our own in our homes. This is such a beautiful way for us to get to connect and use technology to create a sense of community and bust through isolation. And since one of my big intentions for this year, which we're going to be talking more about intentions on this episode, so stay tuned, one of my big intentions this year is to experience more unity in my life and with my community. And I really want to connect with more of you awesome warriors in real time. Therefore, a couple times a month, instead of doing a podcast, what I'm going to do is host a live Periscope broadcast where I will candidly share about tools and resources and strategies for navigating the various mental, emotional, relational, and existential challenges of living life with illness. And I plan for these to be really fun and interactive and informative broadcasts so that you guys get something out of it. And I'm also planning to share on there with you all more about my personal healing journey and really what has and what hasn't worked for me. In fact, my first broadcast is going to be on Saturday the 13th, so the day before Valentine's Day. So you can come on over for a little dose of self-love and self-care as I'm going to be talking about three things I wish I'd done sooner on my healing journey. And I am so excited to share this information with you all because these are some things that were brought to me um, you know, as I was already going through my healing journey. And I know if I had started some of these things sooner, I would have been seeing even more benefits to my mental, my physical, my emotional health. So if you want to join in and you want to hear those three things that I wish I'd done sooner, what you need to do is go to the app store on your smartphone and search for Periscope if you haven't already downloaded it. Then you want to download it and sign up. Um, And then Periscope is connected with Twitter. So you sign in with your Twitter ID and you can follow me on there. My handle is at the invisible warrior, all words together with no spaces. And you can also search for me by my name, Adrian Clements. And I spell Adrian a little bit differently. It's A D R I E N N E. So you can search for me there. Um, And I so hope to really get to see some of you all next week there on the broadcast and get to interact with you more in real time. It's going to be really fun. So anyways, now that you're all updated, let's go ahead and dive on into this episode and talk about the power of intention. Now, for me, after living with illness for so long, one of the things that would really begin to overwhelm me and that didn't used to overwhelm me, was this idea of goal setting. And this was really something that my slightly, maybe more than slightly type A personality used to love to do. In fact, I actually wrote an entire ebook on goal setting, which some of you may even have in your e-libraries. Now, however, once I started um, becoming ill and just started this journey that still continues today. You know, goal setting didn't feel the way that it used to feel. And I mean, like, how are we supposed to set timely goals when, you know, we might not know what our health looks like in the future, let alone tomorrow? So I'm here to tell you that if you felt frustrated with goal setting, if it's felt overwhelming or stress-inducing for you, I'm here to tell you, one, that you're not alone. And two, it doesn't have to feel that way. 
I'm really excited to share that I've actually retired my old goal setting ebook and from its ashes, I have actually resurrected it into something new and even better, which is a new free workbook for all you badass invisible warriors. And it's called The Conquer Compass. And it's an intention setting workbook for courageous human beings who are ready to overcome obstacles and really create a life they love in spite of illness. Now you can download your own free copy by going to my website, invisible-warrior.com backslash resources. So you can find it on there. Uh, just opt in with your email and it'll get sent right to you. And the reason that I created the Conquer Compass is to really help invisible warriors shift from feeling paralyzed or overwhelmed in a goal-setting mindset to really feeling empowered and grounded in an intention setting mindset so that you really can begin to create that life you love in spite of illness. So let me ask you this. If your life right now was a movie genre, what genre would it be? Would it be a feel-good comedy? Would it be a romance? Perhaps a fun family film? Or maybe it's a drama. Maybe it's a tragedy. Or perhaps life feels so scary right now and uncertain that maybe it feels more like a thriller. And in this movie, if your life was the genre, what kind of character are you playing? What's the role that you feel that you're in right now? Once you've got an idea of that, where you're currently at, let me ask you, what kind of genre would you like for your life to actually be like now? Would it be the same genre that you said that your life currently feels like? Or would it be different? Would you want to play the same character? Or would you want to play a different type of character? What this exercise does is it gets us visualizing and thinking about the themes that may be running through our life right now and what kind of theme we might like to experience instead. And this concept of choosing themes to live by has been around in various iterations for a long time, from acceptance and commitment therapy to the one word movement, which is where you choose one theme word for the year, to Danielle Laporte's beautiful expansion of this concept with her book, The Desire Map, which I highly, highly recommend. This idea, this theme idea, has been around and reformatted into so many different ways and so many different times. And it's for one reason, because it works. And why does it work? Well, it's because when we set a goal, it's never about the actual semantics of the goal that we are invested in. So let me say that again. It is never about the semantics of the goal that we are invested in. It is how achieving that goal would make us feel. How achieving that goal would allow us to be. But you see, in reality, when you can identify how you want to feel and be first, it doesn't matter whether you hit that specific goal or not. Because there are many ways that you can then discover that you can get to that ultimate goal of how you want to feel and be. 
In fact, stepping into that place of how you want to feel, how you want to be, those intentions actually opens up an entire world of possibility that may have been closed before because we're so laser focused on one specific goal. So let's talk about what the difference is between intentions and goals anyway. Well, we can think of it like this. Goals are the targets and intentions are the arrows. Intentions are the desires that we shoot out into the world and we hope, we hope that they send us in the direction and hit our goal destination. Goals, on the other hand, are future focused and very specific. And while they are a great motivator for us, they can also take us out of the present moment and make us feel like where we are at currently on our journey isn't good enough. We may even experience a feeling of unease or anxiety if our goals ignore our present realities. And if we are coping with the uncertainty of illness, goal setting may feel even more overwhelming. While on the other hand, living intentionally has a bit of a different focus. Being intentional allows you to focus on how you want to feel and be in the moment, no matter if you reach that goal or not. Because living intentionally means to be living by your values and taking action in alignment with those values daily. Now, focusing on intentions doesn't mean you have to give up on your goals by any means, but it will make the journey more worthwhile and enjoyable whether or not you actually reach that destination. So, how do you set intentions? Well, it all starts with identifying how you want to feel and the intentions you want to live by right now. Intentions can be lifelong intentions that we create, or they could be monthly intentions, seasonal intentions, heck, even daily intentions. It all depends on you and your desires. So throughout this episode, we've been talking a lot about the idea of how you might want to feel, how you might want to be, and hopefully by now, those ideas are kind of marinating in your mind and you're starting to get some picture of what that might look like for you at this moment in time. You may be aware of a New Year's tradition that's been popping up over the past few years, and it's called choosing a word of the year, much like the one word movement. And I love that people are embracing this because it's really all about intention. But I don't want you to feel like you're limited to only one intention word every year, or heck, only one a day. I mean, we are complex beings. And I know, at least for me personally, trying to narrow down to one intention word myself would really be a struggle for me. However, some people, that is their slice of cake. So if one word feels really good to you, go for it. We are all individuals. And the most important thing you need to remember about intentions is they need to fit you and feel good for you. So if you haven't already, you can grab your own copy of The Conquer Compass on my website at invisible-warrior.com 
backslash resources. And you can either print the workbook out or you can type directly into it for the open-ended answer portions. There's a couple sections on there where because of the exercise, you can't actually type into it. And you'll see what I mean when you get in there. But for the open-ended question portions, you can. And as you go through this workbook, you will start by going through a series of assessments and these open-ended questions that are really going to help you to be able to analyze what's going well in your life for you right now. What are you really appreciating about your life? What do you love about your life? Then it's also going to help you get clear on what's not going so well. What's not working the way that you want it to? What doesn't feel good? Where's their sense of resistance going on? And why do we do this? Because clarity is essential if we want to live in an intentional life. And especially if we want to be able to create a life we love in spite of major challenges like illness. Awareness and clarity are essential. The more you know, the more that you can plan in order to overcome obstacles. Okay, so don't be afraid of the clarity. Clarity is going to give you the power to move forward. And as you go through that process, you will be uh, guided on how, you know, you actually want to feel. You'll be guided to that. You'll get that clarity. And within the workbook, once you've kind of gotten more clear on what you want, what you don't want, you're going to come to a list of potential intention words in the workbook. So after you've gone through the assessments, you're going to read through this list of words that has all these different great ways that you might want to feel and that you might want to be. And just as you read through it, notice any words that stick out to you and resonate with you and you're like, ooh, I would like to feel that way. That feels good. Oh, I could imagine myself feeling like that or, ah, that would be so nice. Any of those feelings or thoughts that go through your head, put a star next to that word, okay? Then once you have your whole starred list down, you've gone through all the words and you've done that, go back to that starred list and try to narrow it down to the top three to five words that feel the best. And I know, I know it can be hard. I have so many words I would love to choose. But you may notice that many of the words that you've selected may actually be synonyms or similar to one another. So start by narrowing those down and try to find the one that feels the best. Then, if you like the words you've selected, but feel perhaps another synonym might feel better, but none of the words on the list are feeling that great, check out a thesaurus online or if you've got a thesaurus on your bookshelf and bust it out and see if there's another word that means the same thing but feels even better for you. Now, once you've narrowed down your intention words to five or less, it's time to just sit with those words for a bit. Really make sure that when you say them to yourself, that they feel really good in your body. And you can notice when something doesn't or does feel good in your body. So as you say those words, kind of just give a little scan of your body and notice if any tension kind of comes up as you say those words. Or if you notice that your body relaxes when you say those words or feels good when you say those words. These are all good indicators if that's a good match word for you or maybe not. So if the word doesn't feel good, What I do is invite you to really check in with that discomfort and try to tap into what might be resonating with you there. Perhaps there could be some limiting beliefs that are hiding out behind some thoughts. So be gentle with yourself and just know personal growth work does just that. 
it makes us grow. And goodness knows growing pains can hurt. So if some words come up that you see are a little bit triggering, I invite you just to check in with that. If it feels too much, just set it to the side and maybe that's something you can come back to another time. But when you do have your words that feel really good for you, when you think about them and when you say them and the when you the idea of feeling and being that way just really resonates with you and just lights you up, well, then you've got your words. And now it is time to brainstorm what you can actually do to create and manifest more of those feelings and experiences for yourself in the now. So in this workbook, the next worksheet you'll find is called the Empowered Action Worksheet. And on that worksheet, it will actually help you brainstorm through actions and experiences you can take and create to feel the way that you want to feel and be focusing on three areas of your life that you really want to focus on at one time. So we're not trying to fix every single thing in our life, but if we can focus on three areas first, then we'll start to notice positive shifts in the other areas. If three feels like too much and you can only do one, do one. This is your life. Make it feel good for you. So if you need to go slower, go slower. If you need to go faster, go faster. And there are a couple area uh, reasons that we actually want to take the time to brainstorm out ideas of actions we can take and experiences we can have so that we can feel and be the way that we want to be. And one, that's because brainstorming brings clarity and clarity leads to action. Okay, so that's the number one reason. But two, there's another reason that's really important for invisible warriors. If you feel that you are prone to stress or anxiety or brain fog, which many of us with chronic illness are, then when we are feeling those symptoms, what actually is happening physiologically is we, a part of our brain is cut off. And that part of our brain is the logical, rational, and problem-solving part of the brain, otherwise known as our prefrontal cortex. So when we're in that stressed kind of mind, we're feeling really brain fogged and stuff, that part is cut off. And so by brainstorming this out now, when you're feeling good and when you're feeling grounded and centered, then you have this great list that can serve as a reminder of the positive actions you can take when those symptoms are starting to feel overwhelming. So you can kind of use it like a tool that I use with my therapy clients, which is called a coping card, a tool that can remind you of things that you can do to be able to change your situation in positive ways and to be able to cope. So you can use this in a similar way like that. Now, when you are choosing actions that you can take, one thing I invite you to do is really to check in with yourself and make sure that the actions you are choosing are actions you are both willing and able to do. Is that action something you really, really want to do? Or is it something you feel like you should do for some reason? Well, I invite you to stop shooting on yourself if that's the case, okay? Guilt and shaming ourselves into an action is definitely not going to bring us closer towards how we want to feel. And that's really what happens when we use that kind of language with ourselves. When we say, I should do this, I should do that. When we tell other people, you should do this, you should do that. That is actually guilt and shaming based language. I invite you as a little experiment, just to try to see what would life would be like if you took the word should out of your vocabulary and trying to do that and just becoming aware of how that plays into your dialogue and your narrative during the day and how you feel when you say that word. So that's just another little experiment for you. 
Now, another thing that you want to do when you're thinking about actions you want to take, especially when you have a chronic illness or an invisible condition, is really making sure that you're both honoring and pushing your boundaries at the same time in a way that feels comfortable for you. You know yourself and your body and your condition better than anyone else. And like this amazing quote by Dr. Christiane Northrup says, your doctor is an expert with a body of knowledge, but you are the expert with the knowledge on your body. Okay, so honor what works for you. And if you feel like you can take some baby steps and move forward to stretch yourself in some ways, some growth edges that you have, and that feels good and that feels safe, then do what feels best for you to take steps towards holistic healing. Now, I'm not saying go do something completely radical without your doctor's support. I highly encourage you to always be working with your medical professional and be completely open about anything that you're doing in terms of treatment, um, activity, especially if that's something that is you've been working on with your medical practitioner. But also know that you know your body better than anyone else. Now, once you've completed the Empowered Action Worksheet that lists out all of your intention words and the amazing empowered actions that you can take to feel that way, you want to put that list somewhere where you can see it on a regular basis. Accountability is key to living this intentional life. We want reminders of how we want to feel and how we want to be. These are new habits. These are new things that we're creating. And it takes time to rewire our neural pathways to want to act in that way. So the more accountability you can create for yourself around doing and taking these actions and experiences and living them in your life, the more, the better it's going to be for you and the easier it's going to be to ingrain those habits over time. So put this worksheet somewhere where you can see it on a regular basis to hold yourself accountable. So in front of your desk, in your office, on your nightstand, your bathroom mirror, the fridge, wherever works for you, but make sure that you can see it because seeing it alone is a really positive step towards creating more accountability to take those empowered actions to feel and be the way that you desire in the world. So that's it for today's episode, my warrior friends. I would absolutely love, love, love to hear what you think about the Conquer Compass, and I would love to know your intention words. So come share them on Instagram and tag me at the underscore invisible underscore warrior or use the hashtag, hashtag invisible warrior so that I can find your post about your intention words and what actions you're planning to take to bring more of those feelings and those values into your life on a daily basis in spite of illness. And if there is something that you would like to hear discussed here on the podcast or something that you would like to see me cover in a live broadcast on Periscope, I would love to hear it. So if you've got a burning question, send me an email at adrian, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E, at invisible-warrior.com. I would love to answer your questions here on the show. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you so, so much for tuning in and making space for me in your podcast feed and in your inbox each week. And for all of you incredible um, invisible warriors out there, I really do wish that 2016 is going to be your best year yet in spite of illness. And a special thank you to Frederico 7 Music for producing our theme song. 